The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town Hey, welcome to the Voice American Sports Network. This is the Kwame Lasha Sports and Sometimes Rich Show. We're going live. We started an hour earlier here on the West Coast. I would say Arizona time. It is, again, 9-03. But But it's good, man. It's live. Welcome to the show. Again, uh, as always, man, we got uh, Coach B. Coach B. That's me. What's up, folks? How you doing? We got... uh, Ken from Atlanta, Ken Williams, as always. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's, it's okay, good, man. Hey. It's good. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. But you know, we we take our time on it because I did want to talk. A, I do want to talk a little bit about the brackets of the NCAA. We ain't got to spend a lot of time on that because uh, Kansas is gonna take it all. And you know, you know, Tiger Woods probably returned to the Masters. Uh, coming back, it's time. He need to come on out and finish up all these questions and all that stuff anyway uh a lot of what you guys want to talk about i know we could talk a little bit about the uh, these free agencies again uh I, I do want to make a comment uh last week we were talking about antrell Rowe and the team he went to we were talking the jets antrell actually went to the giants but still all the same antrell got paid he's the highest safety ever in history of getting paid Mm-hmm. At the defensive back position or the free safety position. So uh, congratulations to Entrell. But, you know, I made a comment on uh, on the Facebook. You can always check the fan page, Formula Sports, sometimes Rich Show. Uh, we blog up there. We we get it done. Also, iPods, iTunes. You can uh, pres- subscribe free to iTunes. Uh, what's what's going on with that, Rich? Oh, yeah, always going um, go to your iTunes store. Look for Quantum Lassen sometime with Quantum Lassen Sports Talk. And um, up Download the uh, podcast you know, as you're driving back and forth to work. You can listen to us cut up. Cool. Ken, what's going doing? on, man? Ken, since we talked to you last, what's been going on? Ken, still with us? Ken, we're talking to you, Ken. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Ken, Wake be. up, Ken. <laughs> it must be early. What time is it in Atlanta, Ken? It's 12. 12. Oh, that's lunchtime right there. He on lunch break. Okay. What you eating, Ken? That's me smacking. I'm smacking these mints. They're choking me, too, because I you stole them. You need them. Well, shut up, boy. I stole them so then. That's why you know you can't. It's a sexy voice. <laughs> Some hey, funny stuff. You already know, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead, Ken. What's going on? What you up to, Ken? Oh, man. I'm just out here in Atlanta, man, just trying to keep up with everything that's going on with this Ben Roethlisberger case. I'm following very, very, very closely now out here since, since that seems to be the biggest uh, sports topic here in Atlanta since everything happened right here in Milledgeville, Georgia. Well, give us some info on what's been going on. We talked about it last week, but what's, what's been going on with that? Because I noticed uh, I, I'm starting to see a pattern with Roethlisberger, and the pattern is, equals out to Ben Roethlisberger, idiot. No, I'm, I'm being for well, real. I'm being for real. I mean, you're, you're, you're a straight remedial. I swear you are, Kwame. Well, hey, get. I'm like the stock market. You better. It's a good chance to get on me right now, son. <laughs> I'm done with you. 
All right. Well, Ken, what's going on there with that Roethlisberger stuff? I mean, I know you was on it hard, but it's right there in you guys' face down at, uh, down in Atlanta. <clears throat> but what else is going on with it? Ken, still with us? Ken, you there? Ken. Yeah. Ken. Call him All right, Rich. Well, let's, well, let's, let's hey, go. Ken, call us back. <laughs> he might be in the his boss might have came around the corner. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> hey, you know it's, it's it's funny how you know you don't. I, I haven't been watching. I haven't been able to watch ESPN as much as I, I should. I want to, but Man, again, you, I'm not hearing a lot about the Ben Roethlisberger thing no more. Why? Why you think that is? Because it's Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, that could be. I don't, I don't know, man. It just, to think, me, it doesn't make sense. It, I mean, if it, when it was when yeah. it was Michael Irvin, you heard all about it. Yeah. When it was you know Mike. Tyson, you heard all about it. When don't it was, try to make this a. Are you trying to make this a race issue? I'm not making are it a race issue. I'm just making it. I'm making it as a as a golden boy type thing. It's it's okay for certain people to do it, but when okay, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods shouldn't have done anything he did. But it's okay for Tom Brady to have be with some one model and have another model and pregnant another model, but no one says anything. It's just golden boy Tom Brady. So he was what Tom Brady's with a model, then he uh, impregnated another model. Then he, then he then he impregnated. Giselle Monction, whatever her name is, had a baby by her and married her, but he was still, at one point, he was doing both of them at the same time. He wasn't married, though, when he was doing both of them at the same time, was he? Okay, let's move on. Um, he, was in a, he was in a relationship with one of them, though. Well, so, yeah, I well, mean, you know what? It, I, it is a big difference. It is different. So it, it is, is a difference, but, you know, you know what? Sometimes I... Sometimes you're in a, most times you're in a relationship. Uh, I mean, I don't know what their commitments are. It could have been one of those Hollywood things. It could have been like let's be seen around each other and boost each other's career. Although Tom Brady didn't need a career booster, but you know some of those models kind of like Tiger Woods' wife, so-called model. I've never seen her anywhere except for the pictures somebody her sister and her family took uh, took, and they say, oh, she's a model. She didn't become who she was, in my opinion. Until she married Tiger Woods or was seen with Tiger she Woods. She was a nanny. She was a nanny. She was taking care of somebody else's kids. Now she got two of her own that's worth $80 million. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a piece or whatever. But, you know you know what? That might have been the case um, <clears throat> as far as Tom Brady. I don't know if they was, it was one of those Hollywood things. All right, man. We This is the Quorum of Sports Sometimes Rich Show. The number is 888-346-9144. Hey, you've been watching this. Don't forget that. Forget what? Fofo, yeah. Uh, for people who talk like Rich, Fofo. That's it right there. Um, hey, I got a question to ask you, though. Shoot. Uh, what since, okay, then we talk, let's, let's jump right into the NFL. Oh, first, yeah, jump right into the NFL, because I, I got a, we, we talked a little bit offline last yesterday about this topic, and I thought about it again as I was working last night. Mm-hmm. And um, I understand making roster moves and doing this and doing that, but if you could assign if you had had this kid guy for less than three million, you signed Thomas Jones for the Jets. Was there? He would have been there for less than three million last this season coming up. If I'm mistaken, he would have been there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And but yet, but yet, you go out and you sign Ladainian Thomason. But that's a financial move, though. I, that's what I thought it was financial. That was financial. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about two thirty-year-old running backs, uh, With, one uh, who was uh, inclining, one declining. But you got to remember something: the Jets was on the hook for. A roster bonus plus his salary, and 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 you know what? It's, well, <clears throat> see, here's my thing. It was financial move, but there was no loyalty to this. Thomas Jones' numbers didn't decline, so I, I'm I'm both ways on this with uh, the players or ownership. If you sign a contract, honor it. If you um if you want, you hold out for these certain numbers, and you do get them. 
uh, then play it out. If you, um, as far as the uh, owners, if he's if his numbers decline, okay, I understand you not want to give him a, a roster bonus, not want to hold him around. But you know, a roster bonus is all you got to do is show up at a certain time of the day. That, you don't have to do anything for that. Mm-hmm. But well, he, I also understand this. LT has to play in his weather now. He ain't never played in his weather. He doesn't have good games in the cold. LT's not gonna have to be. LT that we know him of, he's got a he's got two other running backs over there that could take some of this pressure off him, and he's got to understand he's not he's going to be playing in a certain role. But your initial question, coach, and I and I and I wondered this too, but it did it took me right back to it's all about the dollars. Why get rid of Thomas Jones, who's younger than LT, who had great numbers, and bring in a guy like LT? I um, give you ten million reasons. Well, well yeah, it, it goes right back to the money. It goes right back to the money, but then it takes me um, to the politics of it. Well, you thought this guy was worth this money when you signed him. Why can't he play it out if his numbers are even better than they were last year? Every year Thomas Jones was there, his numbers got better. He's a pro. He's a pro bowler. I think if Sean Green wouldn't have came around and, and performed like the way he's performed, uh, I, I think we will still be seeing Thomas Jones in a Jets uniform. But when you got a big, bruising, fast, uh, speedy running back like uh, uh, Sean Green, I mean, that's your, you know, you, you talk about you've got to pay him what? Uh, he's on the hook for what, almost $1.5 million this year? Yeah. And you already got him. He's playing. He, you know, he seems to be taking over that role uh, from Thomas Jones. And then you're on the hook to pay Thomas Jones, what, uh, a $3 million bonus plus $7 million in salary. That's $10 million right there. I mean, it's it's. Financial, it's here's, political. Well, here's the deal: you give that uh, money, you pay these scouts to do things like that to uh, to find that running back who may be this guy uh, within two years. And, and Green had an outstanding year. Green has power; he has that shiftiness that Jones has. He has speed. He uh, he's been getting in the end zone all year. But now you pay that scout for that uh, great pick or that great uh, uh, noticing right. noticing a caliber of talent like uh, Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, I mean. The thing is, is now you got to have LD come in. He has to fit into the locker room, and you know, if anybody, we all, we both know this, Quam. You got to fit into the locker room. You got to fit into that that culture that's within that locker room. I think when you get a guy like a professional guy like uh, Ladanian Thompson, uh, he can go anywhere. We're not talking about a. Um, uh, Terrell Owens, we, he can go anywhere and fit into the locker room. But you got to go, and I think management has to establish that right from the door. You come in here, you know what you're paying for. You're not going to bring in a guy who's going to be disruptive. You're not going to bring in a guy who doesn't get along with uh, certain players. There are stars on every team, but so you bring in another star. But everybody has a role. I got two stars. Both of them know their role to how we want to win a championship, how we want to get to a certain part of the season, and uh, how we want to finish this season up. LT has to come in and understand that I'm coming to another. I'm coming to somewhere new. This is all foreign to me. The game is still the same, but this is not my home. I'm, I'm a San Diego guy. You, he's one of those guys you would like to think, man. LT retiring San Diego. You can almost you can foresee that. Uh, I don't. You don't like to see guys like him or Joe Montana in a different uniform or Deion Sanders. But the business part of it, when we were talking about with Thomas Jones. But LT guys go to New York. He has to go to the Jets and understand his role. Understand they do have pretty good running backs over there, and their defense. A lot of these guys to play on a small football field, so a short football field where they can make these plays, where they can continue getting in zone. That's why uh, Thomas have more, uh, a lot of touchdowns because uh, they playing like from forty yards in, and and it's a good thing. That's why he able to have these numbers because they're on the field. They get them, they put them on the field, and they, they a lot of these. Um, superstars on offense to make plays.
Mm-hmm. And you also yeah. got to look at the uh, Damian Thompson has already accepted that role, whether you've seen it or not. I mean, you got to remember something. Look at the carries they've been given Darren Sproles over the last couple of years already. Right. It's been taken from LT's uh, carries over the, the first, what, six years, uh, six, seven years of his career. It's not a one running back system league anymore, okay? To be successful in this league now, you got to have two outstanding running backs to win. Okay, and I think Ladainian Thompson already understands that he's shared that role with Darren Sproles already in San Diego, and I think he's already built mentally and physically to be able to share that backfield with Sean Green this year with the Jets. I think his focus now is winning a championship. All right, well we're gonna take a break, but I've always said that you got to have a, a good, solid tight end, two running backs to hold that low, and a quarterback who's not trying to lose the game. Um, this is the Kwame Lasha of the Sports. Sometimes Rich Show. We have Ken, as always, bringing some great insights. Uh, Ken, I want to ask you about that Roethlisberger since you're right in front of, with it down there when we get back on the other side of this break. It's time began to burn like a starling sign. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey welcome back to the formula of the sports sometimes rich show and we keep ken with us at all time for some great insights down south ken i was uh 
Now, we, we were talking about LaDainey, and we were talking about the finance and the politics that comes with it. It's almost like uh, running for president. I, I, I want to show uh, you guys need to check out this before I move on. The Obama deception. It's a great uh, look it up on uh, YouTube and all that. But, Ken, you down in Atlanta. Yeah. What's going on? Because you up close and personal with it. Any new, any new uh, evidence or any new uh, storyline to what uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going through? Oh, yeah. Well, just something just appeared yesterday. I'm not sure if it made it all the way out that way yesterday, but I think we're starting to get more details. I don't think it made it out here because Rich was wondering he hasn't seen anything out here about it. I mean, they're <laughs> shutting it down, so it didn't make yeah. it this far. Yeah, we're starting to get some insight on the incident uh, that occurred at hand now, uh, some more uh, detailed, very, very detailed information as far as, like, uh, uh, the girl was uh, extremely drunk, um, and it's been reported also uh, from an insider there that uh, that she actually uh, urinated during the act itself. Doing what and, act? And that's where we're getting some DNA from. So this goes back to last week's show when I said, you know, uh, I, I really feel that uh, the reason why he had to go out and get Ed Gardner, and uh, I think that, you know, this case is a lot serious than last year's case, and mm-hmm. I think we will see some charges filed based on uh, the, the, the DNA information that's starting to leak out about the case. And I, I don't think it's going to be a good look for Ben Roethlisberger at all. I don't think he's going to beat this one like the 08 case he just went through in uh in Cause West. Because yeah. she urinated? I mean, who said she didn't approve? She didn't go under yeah. all that. You know when you, uh, I, I, well, yeah. you know, but, that stuff like that happened when you in an c- uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. or you somebody's doing something to you you don't want to do. It, 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 it just happened that she's urinating. Uh-huh. She could have throw, thrown up or something yeah. like that. But, yeah, so what they're looking at also is, uh, you know, now they're starting to say, okay, was she in the right frame of mind during these incidents? And if she was that drunk, you know, unfortunately, you know, just like in a rape case, right. which I'm glad they're not calling it rape. If you're drunk and, and somebody has sex with you without uh, consent, that's rape. That's and rape. so that's right. what they're looking at now is, you but know, they, how to classify this case now. I mean, this case is really starting to to be bigger than what it, you know, started out as. Well, they're keeping it away from calling it a rape case right now. But I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure there's more evidence. Uh, also, the girl has dropped out of college. Yeah, exactly. you got to remember something. If, if she went and did that based on her lawyer's advice, mm-hmm. there's so much evidence, you know. She didn't have to work again? Yeah, she just built on a case up for uh, an out-of-court settlement. So if this doesn't go fully to trial, we can expect a huge settlement in this case. Well, you know what? I will say wow. there's a high percentage of uh, athletes that are just plain old stupid and dumb at the same time. Um, and put yourself in a situation. Ben Roethlisberger, he's the face of Pittsburgh. He's an NFL quarterback. He's allowed in so many different clubs. He has clubs that most players that play, uh, and, and what I mean by that is the, the quarterback club. Defensive back can't get into the quarterback club. That's a whole other um, entity right there, a whole other uh, so- secret society. Nothing secret about it, but that's a whole other group of guys. Um, but they're poor, like, they're poor society, huh? Right, yeah, but my whole yeah, – exactly. But my whole thing is, um, you know, he's – the face of the NFL, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's one of the NFL, one of the guys that the NFL market uh, most of uh, out of uh, more of these. What is it like five hundred twenty-eight something uh, guys playing at one time playing? And he, then he goes to a little small bar and do things like this. And not just this incident, but two thousand eight in Lake Tahoe, he had an incident. Don't you just sit down somewhere, get get back straight, man. Get get refocused, so you know. Whomever you have around you should be having your best interest in heart, just like you. 
or stay out of the places where you don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I go on this, this whole thing. We, I mean, I guess, you know, if anybody knows more information about it, I know, and you know, Kwame is Ken, because he's there right in the middle of, of the actual going on. But, Ken, my question for you is this. Is, is it just because they say she was drunk or she says she was drunk? No, right. they actually what? said she was drunk. This is this has been reported from the actual investigation. What's that? A she was drunk. It wasn't. She said no. She was drunk. So, but again, what what documentation said that was it? Blood test? Was there? You know what? That right there hasn't been released, but it was released. You know, from so an insider said, from a, 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 said a, that a, from their point from their eyesight. Yeah, she was I drunk. think this was from the investigators. They're not releasing how or what magnitude of intoxication right. she was, but this is from the investigators that she was drunk. So, bottom line, this guy's in trouble. He's in, he's in trouble. And that's what well, I said. I, mean, I think again, this is not I'm just not, something that they should look at. Like, I'm always playing the devil's advocate here. I think both of you know that. Yeah, you can never agree with The me. devil can do that uh, <laughs> real easy. Go ahead. Well, Mike, I guess, you know why? Because I say this, Ken, is yeah. because, okay, just because she was drunk mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she didn't lead him on in one way or another. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Just because you 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 you, you, at, you speak one thing and your actions do something totally different. Mm-hmm. So you can say I don't want to, I don't want to, and then you know, it's, yeah, we got other visit other listeners, but you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm not saying anything negative toward her or toward Ben, but the thing is that we don't know what led up to it. Mm-hmm. If you know, just because she peed, is she a normal peer when she does something she, like that? We she, don't know. She uh, urinated. Yeah, she, she was Sorry. too she was too drunk at the point that she urinated. I'm talking about she peed. Well, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> you know, I just think that I think until all the facts come out, my, I myself is going to um, you know refrain from making a, 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 an assumption. But I just don't like the way it's, the media is handling it. It's That's human nature. Problem. It's human nature anyway, and especially um, depends on who you are to make these assumptions right and and. Like you, if every, if everybody could do like you, uh, Coach, is wait till the story come out. But you put so much, like if T.O., I, I, I don't like to keep going back to T.O. because I thought T.O. was excellent down in Buffalo. You didn't hear that st- stuff we heard about T.O. in Buffalo that we heard in Philadelphia. I forgot we, T.O. played football last year. Right, that exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's quite, almost human nature to make up, to prejudge somebody on, on some stuff that, you know, well, he plays football. I cannot not see him have done doing something like that. Um, so you just wait till the story come out, and a, a lot of athletes um, won't come out in the press. They'll have somebody talking for them, and then when you, but certain incidents, certain things make you look guilty. He went down there and got the uh, the uh, one of the top lawyers that uh, uh, Ray Lewis had to get off his uh, murder trial, his murder case. Um, Ed Gardner. Ed Gardner. So but why he, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. I'm, I mean, we made a statement last year, last week. I'm sorry about. Um, he went to go get him because he got the money. I'm thinking if I have the money, I'm going to get him because I don't want this being any bigger than it is. He's in trouble, but the whole fact is he should have sat down when you already got a pending case towards you. Mm-hmm. This just gives the, uh, your first incident more ammunition to it. You're going to be guilty all the way around. Mm-hmm. Now what's going to happen here is these guys don't understand, these guys being most athletes don't understand that people are planted to where you are to do certain things, to be to make more off of you than you gonna make off you. People are planted in these situations. I'm not saying in this incident, in this case, that this girl was, uh, although she was underage in bar and drinking 20. If you got a crooked lawyer or a crooked lawyer or any crooked advisor, you go here. You befriend uh, Ben Roethlisberger. You underage. We're not gonna only get Ben, but we are gonna get this bar and this club too for having you in here. Uh, mm-hmm. But they don't understand that. 
have the right people around you or, or stay home. Or, is mm-hmm. That same drink you can make at your house. Yeah, and also yeah. you got to look at there was uh, a, a statement from Ben Roethlisberger, and they were just talking about this as well, that Ed Gardner wished Ed, uh, Ben Roethlisberger wouldn't have did this. He actually made a statement at the time that he was questioned, and he, they said that he should have just kept his mouth closed until Ed Gardner got there. Right. But, they, but it, it, he admitted that there was contact. Well you, well, you know what? You know, if you hire a lawyer like Ed uh, Gardner, you shut up and wait your you time. Exactly. You don't said exactly what he should have did. He right. should have shut up. I mean, because, you know, my thing is, you know, if, if I got the money and I'm getting, and, and I, I wish Johnny was still alive, I'd be the first person I call. I need you, Mr. Cochran. But don't you, don't you think at a point everybody think you're going to get Johnny because, um, you know, well, he does get you off, but it was like, well, that's the same thing as him getting Ed Gardner. You, you assuming you somewhat guilty in the case. I'm not saying you're always guilty, but everybody that got in trouble went to go get Johnny Cochran. Well, because, no, it's more of a situation that when Johnny walks into a courtroom or when a, when a, when a well-pronounced, a well-known lawyer walks into a courtroom, he demands attention. Not only from the judge, but from the... The, the jury itself, parishioners. Too. I mean, not parishioners. But well, he's just, he's just one. He's just one of those lawyers uh, that demands a lot of money, and in that money, he demands he's able to pay some of these lawyers off. I mean, some of these judges off, where the case is not as huge as you think it would be. Yeah. I'm not saying pay the judge off. I'm I mean, saying that's, that's what exactly happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm saying that's what happens. You paying a high price lawyer, then you paying a high price judge. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, and Kwame, I want to go back to what Coach uh, Britt was saying, you know, as far as, like, he rather waits, waits until the, uh, the story comes out. But you got to remember something. This is like the Tiger Wood case. You know, the media, when they have a high-profile athlete and there's been some type of report, they're going to go based on the reports, and they're going to keep it in the news every day because this is interesting. Whether that be right or wrong. Well, because exactly. And what have, what have Tiger point. Wood always said? Tiger Wood has she's never hit me. He had to go to that, that, uh, that press conference to say she did not hit me with a golf club. But what was people saying the whole time up, up until that incident happened? She, she, she hit him with a golf club. She right? hit him with the 8-iron or 7-iron or something right? like that. But you but know, we what? heard that every day. Here's, here's the thing about Tiger Woods, and I think Michael Jones was, was one of these guys too. They are able to control the media. They are, they are, they are those guys who uh, the media, um, they build them up. You get great stories from them, but they only going to tell you what they want you to know. And, and Tiger Woods had, he did a good job. He did what Ben should have done. He should have sat quiet and said he was ready to make a statement or to his lawyer allow him to make a statement on the incident. He comes out and you, that's why you got to. You got to get a forum or a platform where you tell your own story. You um you don't let them tell it for you. So Tiger Woods was able to do that. He was able to say, uh, "I want these certain people here because I know this going to get out a certain way." Um, and he was he's done that from day one, able to control everything around him. But when the incident get out of hand, and he can't control. It's time to be quiet. Get your um get your bearings back together. Uh, get back focused. Now you hold a press conference and say, this is what happened. Uh, everybody tried to tell my story, but they had it wrong. But if you want to know the real story, oh, she did not hit me. Um, I'm not sure when I'm playing golf until the Masters. Um, but this is what happened. And I don't know whether you guys agree with that or not, but, um, you know, Tiger's been Tiger, Michael Jordan, I think, you know, they've <clears throat> always been able to control that media. And Michael was very great at that because guess what? We didn't hear – uh, a lot about the gambling, the extra uh, marital affairs. The, I believe there was a, a child that was born out of wedlock that, you know, during that time that nobody uh, has really even really touched yeah. on. Yeah. All right, well, man, look. 
We're going to get back to this. This is Kwamalai Sports Sometime Rich Show. We'll come back on the other end of this break. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan, or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. To the Kwame Lasso, the Sports Sometimes Rich Show. As always, we got Ken from the ATL, um, Platinum Caller, Platinum Gas, always here. He's a, in, he's a mainstay, so when you hear the show, you, you just think about myself, Rich, and Ken. Unless Ken's phone doesn't work. Hey. Yeah, you meeting or something, he can't attend. <laughs> <laughs> but Rich, well, he got to walk from one office to his, his, his show office. Ladies and gentlemen, he has a show office. Yeah, he, I had a show office. Yeah, no, you get, I get promoted. He can do the show in. I appreciate the good shows that gets me promoted over here. They got him an office to do the show. That's incredible. Yeah, I know, and we ain't got a show to do to do office in. <laughs> <laughs> but you got an office to do a show, but it's all gravy. Michael Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger Woods coming back, man, for the Masters. 14-time major champion coming back to the Masters. What you, what you think about that? You think he's going to – we talked about if he's going to do a tune-up, and I think the tune-up is going to be on a Palmer. Yes, the tune-up is going to be the Arnold Palmer. Um, I honestly believe he'll win the Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I don't know why I believe it, but I think the simple fact because for the for the last, what, two weeks, mm-hmm. he has nothing to do but practice golf. 
No, he was in a. He was supposed to be in a sex rehab. Well, but he he still does that, but his mindset is practicing golf also. You can't do man. There's no such thing as sex, sex rehab. You go out and hit some balls. There's no such thing as sex rehab. But go ahead. Yeah, but I, I just think that you know he is he's gonna come in and he's gonna fare very well in the Arnold Palmer, if not win it, fare very well. You think and so? Then he's gonna what? You think so? I know he's Tiger Wood, but I think I think he can I think he can come in there. Number one, that's gonna be a, a test for him when Tiger is. Out to prove something, somebody wrong, mm-hmm. or prove people wrong, he excels. What is he gonna prove wrong though? What is he trying to prove wrong in this incident? In this well, he just he's just trying to prove he gonna prove that I'm Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods, y'all. He's so good. I totally you know disagree. I disagree too, Cam. This guy, I mean, I like no, Tiger no, Woods I like disagree me, <laughs> but I just think he'll. I think Tiger, he's just gonna come back and do his thing. Yeah, I'm a Tiger Woods fan, but I just don't think he's just going to come in and win right away he, because he's just going to have too many distractions on his mind to even focus on golf. And not even the distractions. It's just that if you're not playing golf for a while, you can play by yourself at a country club you belong to, but when you play in a competition with some of the guys who's just as good as you are, um, it, it is so tough. you're telling me there's guys on the, t- on the tournament that's just as good as Tiger? Yes, they are. Just as good as Tiger Woods, and they're focused with no distractions. And and those there are guys on a tournament just as good as tournament. If that, Tiger Woods, if that's the case, why he's not winning all the majors? Why he's not winning all these tournaments? And then when he doesn't win, this is what you hear: Well, he's changing his swings. He's having swing changes. He's in a slump. Ain't no slump. You those guys, those guys are professional. That's why they're there. You got a young breed, uh, Camilla Vajegas. He he's. He easily could have won back-to-back this year. He won the Honda. He could have won at the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. These guys are good. I'm not saying Camellia is a Tiger Woods. I'm just saying they go about their business. They're able to do certain things um, that the average golfer can't do. Mm-hmm. And and they focus. And I, I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan uh, on the golf course. But this is um, it. you lose the timing of your swing, and he has to get that back real quick mm-hmm. in tournament play. Yeah, okay. and also you got to look at this, Kwame. Point one, you're Tiger Woods. You've been out of golf for a while now. You're out of shape. Uh, you got, you know, first thing you're going to be thinking about psychologically, you know, can you know can I get back into this? You know, you're going to be too focused on what people are going to be thinking, what they're going to be saying, what the crowd reaction is going to be when you get out there. You know, the camera is going to be on you. You know, the whole world is going to be watching because of the incident. It's Tiger. Um, I don't think psychologically he's going to be ready for the tournament. And I, I don't think it's going to, you know, I think Tiger is going to need at least, at least about mm, four to six more tournaments after this to really, you know, get himself into a groove where he can be, start playing like the Tiger of old. That would give him enough time to get the media, the negative attention away from him. But when he goes out there, he knows all eyes is going to be on Tiger. He's going to be, you know, uh, psychologically, he's not going to be there. Yeah, and he's been able to, again, we talked about this uh, earlier, he's been been able to control everything in his life up to right now when the media is involved. The media, was all, they was always on his team, and he was their golden boy, he was their money generator. Um, but when he fell, it's the same thing in Kobe. When you fall, you fall hard because they put you so high up on that pedestal that uh, whatever dirt get on you, it's like mud now. Mm-hmm. But the Tiger Woods gonna have some time, and I think Ken, when you said one of the uh, one of the good one of the things you did say that I thought about is what people are thinking about him now. Because in his press conference, he did say, "Believe in me again." If that was on his mind, then mm-hmm. uh, you got to understand during the tournament, mm-hmm. he wanted to get those people back, or mm-hmm. not only those, but a new a new generation of uh, Tiger Woods fans. Exactly, and Coach Bridge said. 
uh, you know, uh, he he got something to prove. What do you got to prove? Hey, I'm <laughs> you know, you were in the wrong. He's you don't want to walking around with a harem full of women. <laughs> you lost your fans. Was, uh, you where, know, where's that country where you can have all the women? I thought we was back in Roman. We he's Caesar. He got a bunch of women. Yeah, you know, man, what do you what do you got to prove, bro? <laughs> yeah, no, no, Tiger's wrong, but man, well, we well, we'll see because we'll keep a watch out on that, and then Ken, you know, you down with that way, so. You right up in front. Let us know what that Roethlisberger case is like. Because, you know, and I agree with Coach B when he said uh, you don't hear a lot of the Ben Roethlisberger issue because they're trying to put it under the rug. But you right there, and they're going to make sure it is on the airwaves there. Oh, yeah. So keep us up on that. Definitely. Uh, you guys watched the uh, 2010 men's basketball this year, so the tournament is coming up. Oh, yeah. I, I'll speak on the West if you want me to. Uh, and we can talk about it all. But Well, you, your, your Kansas Jayhawks got the number one seed, so – <laughs> and I'm not even surprised about that. But here's what I do. From from the time, here, here's Kansas. I'm a huge Kansas basketball fan. Um, but they've always been that team that's always been in the top three, number one seeds, or uh, top five in the country throughout the whole entire basketball season. Okay, you get a number one seed, maybe a number two. You let a team like uh, Howard. I remember one year Howard beat the University of Kansas. Because they was not focused, but stuff like this happens to the to the Kansas Jayhawks, and in this instance, they playing Lee High, the number sixteen team out of the Midwest. Uh, this, these games are played in Oklahoma City, but they playing Lee High, and uh, I just want these guys to come out focused because then you got a possibly a Michigan State or UNLV team coming up, but in, I, in that conference, uh, also in the Midwest, you got Georgetown, you got San Diego State. I think Kansas will be able to come out of there if they just stay focused for three games, and they'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I think the only team that's going to be able to beat Kansas this year, um, because I I see them as the clear favorites to win it all, I've said it all year, but the only team that's going to be able to beat them is the Kansas football team. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But my dark horse that I want you to uh, watch out for, you said UNLV, they're not going to make it past Northern Iowa. Watch out for Northern Iowa. That is my sleeper for the tournament. I'm talking Cinderella. Cinderella. Coach was looking for a Cinderella team. He didn't really find a clear cut. I don't. I can't find a clear cut Cinderella. My my final four. I mean, I I just you know it's. What about Vermont? Are oh, you talking Kentucky. about? You talking what? about? Go ahead. I'll let you talk since you ain't gonna let me get a word in. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I was I was actually talking when you interrupted me. <laughs> All right, so let me finish, and then you can talk about whatever. I'm, let me give him what I like. Welcome okay? to the Carmelizer Sports. And sometimes Rich show, so sometimes it's my time. Man, you better go for a cuss your before you make me cuss on his No, ass. but um, you know, I, again, I kind of agree with both of you on the K on the Rock Talk Jayhawk type deal. I think they are the clear cut favorite to win it, like last year with North Carolina and three years ago with North Carolina when they were the clear cut favorite going in to win it. I feel that um, the, my it's going to be Kansas and Syracuse in the final. Kansas and Syracuse. Yes, and I think Kansas will ultimately win it, but he, the. Problem I'm having right now is is that southern area down there. I, I just I, it's hard to that that Duke bracket. I think Baylor can come out of there and 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 take that whole bracket. Baylor? Oh yeah. oh yeah. No, you know what? I I agree with you. I I think Baylor gonna give it a, a nice run. So if you want to think Cinderella, I don't even know if we can call Baylor a Cinderella team, but they have a pretty good team. I think they can give it a nice run. Um, Against Duke, but I think Duke just may pull it off. Because then you got to come. It comes down to coaching, also. Right. It comes down to coaching, and both of these, both of these teams, Duke and Baylor, have played good competition all year. Because look at Kansas State. I'm thinking Kansas 
coming out of the West uh, playing Kansas State again for the fourth time. That's, and that's my the, opinion. In the, in, the lead, in the lead eight? Yeah, they're they going to end up playing these guys again. Well, I think. Four, I mean, well, wow. no, Final Four. Because uh, cause, cause, uh, Syracuse and um, Kansas State is in the same bracket out West, out this way. Mm. And I think they might end up. I think they might end up playing each other with Kansas maybe edging them, Syracuse. Kansas State edging Syracuse, and then it's a fourth. For the fourth time this year, I think Kansas State, Kansas winning, and Kansas still beating KU, then playing Duke, who probably might just edge Baylor. No, Baylor will beat Duke. Duke hasn't played nobody. Duke hasn't played nobody all year. you got to remember that. Yeah, who have, Carolina, who have they played? Carolina was terrible. And they lost to... Who I think hmm. Virginia Tech maybe. And the only thing I, have, I can say about KU is I hope KU wins it. But if they get if they get a, a, a healthy rested Georgetown, mm-hmm. they're they gonna be in trouble too. It might be a good game, but I can't really see them. Um, Kansas has a bench that nobody else in this tournament has. Yeah, true that. They 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 got guys uh, sitting three deep on the bench that can come in and start for the rest of these tournament teams. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think uh, if these guys stay focused, I think if Collins uh, get these guys say, uh, you got, you know you what, this is all that matters right now. You're in the tournament time. What else can matters like? What else can matter to these guys right now when you're the number one team in the country, even in the top five in the country, and you got a chance to win it all? Because you got a good, you're in a good position to beat the teams in front of you, and and, and it's a basketball game. It's, who, it's who's hot that night. But what else can matter to you right now? When you got a chance to hold up a national championship um, for your for your school and for the in front of the whole nation, so if these guys just stay focused, I see Georgetown playing well. I I do, but I, I can't see them beating Kansas uh, in this tournament. No, and you got to look at it, it's going to be uh, a, a a dominant Big Twelve uh, Sweet Sixteen. You know, seven teams from the Big Twelve got into the dance, and all seven of them are. Very, very, very and, good. And they tested. And very dangerous, and they've played each other all year. Uh, they are battle-tested. I guarantee you, Sweet 16 come around, you're going to see a predominantly all-Big 12 uh, 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 Sweet 16. I like Kansas State and, ba- and Baylor. I like them to be mm-hmm. playing in one of these uh, in the Final Four. I and like I like Oklahoma State, too. I like – you know what? No, I, if you I look like at, Oklahoma State. Why, keep an eye on UTEP. If you're talking about a – a sleeper or a Cinderella. I'm not going to call Baylor or Kansas State a sleeper or Cinderella, but but a team like UTEP or something like that. Uh, watch these guys. Follow these guys. So they they do play basketball down in uh, El Paso, where I used to roam. Hey, this where? is Lots of Sports. El Paso, boy, you better ask somebody. Oh, dude. Hey, I'm going me. down there for a golf tournament. We'll talk about that on the other side of this. Lots of Sports sometimes. Rich Show, 888-346-9144 if you want to call in. And got Ken from the ATL as always. We be back. Holla. Sexy voice time. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we. We cover, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
Joe Cribs. No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lombo Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports arms welcome back to the quantum life of sports oh, dude, stop that, please. we are live 888 come on son rich uh what's your, phone number? What's, your phone? what's your phone number so i can give it out 202 Come on, son. 202. I, I give it out. I'll put it on the Facebook. <laughs> I'll put it on Facebook. Don't be mad because, uh, you know, every segment could be a sexy voice because that's just that's my regular talk. But don't nobody want to hear your regular talk unless it's talking about what we talk about. What What is it doing to you? What, what's going on? You need I just a don't want to hear it. I don't I really don't think. <laughs> you you know, need to go I, smoke a cigarette or something? No, I don't, play, I don't need to smoke a cigarette of your voice. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you heard me. You want my arm to fall off? Don't be mad because I'm gonna get some Billy D in me, man. Goodness gracious, boy! Oh, dude, you need you, blood transfusion, man. I'm going to the Phoenix Children's Hospital tomorrow, and uh, if you want to come, they're doing blood transfusion. You probably got some Billy D in you. Yeah, I'm leave, I'm leave that one alone. Yeah. Yeah, nobody don't want that blood. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rich, stop bringing the show down. Cause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what, what's going on, man? We're we talking we about the tournament. We on this tournament thing? No, we talking about Tiger Woods now. We you want back, back to Tiger Woods? No, let's go to tournament. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm done with huh? I got Kansas and um, Duke with a tough fourth game playing Baylor. I got Villanova, and my final four is this. Syracuse, Villanova. Syracuse Kentucky, and Kansas. Villanova. You just said. Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Thank you. Duke gets beat. I can't stand Duke. Duke might lose to Louisville. Don't make this personal. Duke might, Duke might lose to Louisville. 
That, could. that is a very that good could. possibility, Coach. Could. That is a very good possibility. I, I, I'm I love busy. I, I've been thinking about that one right there, too. I, I really can agree with you on that one, Coach. Okay. I, well, I honestly think that Louis, Louisville has nothing to lose. Oh, they play, I, they I play, ain't saying it because of that. Our team's good. Huh? That's no way to go into a game because we ain't got nothing to lose. I mean, <laughs> that, that's like your coach saying, fellas, you go out there and just do the best you can. Yeah, but you also got to look at some. Also, Louisville comes from the Big East, battle-tested. I think the Big East, the Big 12, and the Big 10 are probably the three most battle-tested uh, conferences there was in basketball this year. The ACC coming off, coming off a horrible, horrible year. You talked about Virginia Tech didn't make it. North Carolina didn't make it. Uh, Wake, Wake, was it Wake Forest? Did Wake Forest make it? No, Wake Forest. No, Wake Forest didn't make it. It's, didn't make it. I mean, these are your, your th- three of your best teams right there. They're talking about teams like California being in there that shouldn't have made it because they haven't played. The Pac-10 was terrible. Exactly, terrible. they they talking about teams like that that shouldn't even be in. The California played mm. uh, Arkansas. <laughs> no, they don't. They play uh, Louisville. So that's going to be a walk in the park for Louisville. Because mm-hmm. these guys, they haven't played. And see, this is teams like California – and and playing against Louisville now, Louisville is NCAA Division One. California this year, and I'm speaking this year because of how the conference was, and they haven't played anybody. That's like NAI. They they're not going to be able to do it. No, they weren't battle tested. The Pac-10 coming off a down season where most of the players last year left for the NBA, and it was just a rebuilding year for the Pac-10 where mostly freshmen and sophomores were getting some PT. Right. You know, but you talk about Duke, who who returned what. Uh, pretty much all your starters except for one, I believe. And, you know, you talk about still you're going through the ACC and, you know, you got, yeah, you got 24, 25 wins, but, you know, look at the teams you lost to, but look at the teams that you did beat. They weren't good at all. Let me throw my uh, Cinderella team out right there, and then, Rich, you, you got it. I'm going to go with Old Dominion. Done. Why is that? Old Dominion been playing. They've been about. They got a big man over there. Let me look. Let me uh, pull him, or unless you gonna pull it up. But they so got a big man up. over there. They got a, team. Yeah, they have a beast they, over there. They got a big man over there. That's there's gonna be a lottery. He should be a lottery. Exactly. Kid. Yeah. And he's he's kind of like what Georgetown has. Georgetown have a big man over there. That should be top five pick right mm. up the door. Yeah, I'm going with Georgia Tech as your uh, Cinderella. Cinderella. That's I'm going with Georgia Tech. Um, well, Northern Iowa would be my Cinderella, but Georgia Tech is who I'm, I'm looking uh, to you know get in there and make some noise. I think they're going to go a lot farther than what people are really giving them credit for. The way they played down the stretch there, uh, the way they played uh, uh, against uh, uh, Duke for the ACC championship game, they barely lost that game. They could have had that game, but this is a team, a Georgia Tech team that was seated. Uh, I believe seventh or eighth in the ACC championship game, and they just ran through everybody uh, through that tournament, including uh, and almost beat a Duke team for the championship. But they did beat Duke during the regular year, um, and they did beat North Carolina. They did beat Miami. They be- did beat Virginia Tech. Right. Uh, they do have uh, two players on there that are definitely uh, could be possibly lottery picks as well. Donnie Luol, the Ford. They said he's another. Amari Stoudemire, if you haven't seen this guy play, you've got to watch Georgia Tech I play. I hope he's not You've got to see Donnie Luol. The guy is a beast. Uh, uh, Favors is on there, too. Um, uh, Shumpert. Uh, this is a very good, dangerous Georgia Tech team that could uh, make its way all the way through the Elite Eight. So is this your Cinderella or your sleeper? This is my sleeper, but my Cinderella is Northern Iowa. Okay. Mark my words, Northern Iowa. Well, God, I'm a, um, you know what I'm going to do? Go ahead, Rich, cause so you don't start crying. 
No, don't, don't get smacked, Juan. <laughs> I personally, I, I, my sleeper, I don't know why I like him so much, but this is how they play in the Big 12 with Baylor. I said that earlier. I like Baylor. I don't think anybody in that, in that, Southern, in that Duke bracket is going to be able to, uh, to really beat them, not even Texas. I mean, and that, that, that Southern bracket is really heavy with uh, Big 12 teams. Um, I like, like the Baylor, but my sleeper is, you know, a 28 and 4 team at Murray State. They play Vanderbilt first round. And then they play Butler. They can make it to the Sweet 16 and play Syracuse. They really have no competition. All right, well, I'm going to write this down. What I'm going to do is I'm going um, to print out this um, bracket and I'm going to put fill mine in. And you guys want to do the same, but scan it and then put it on the uh, fan page. And, we, and we'll follow that that way. Uh, as we go on to the uh, Indianapolis April 5th Indianapolis game. Ken, what's going on with your Lakers? What's wrong with Kobe? Kobe all right? Kobe is still banged up. Uh, that finger of his, you know, it's not there yet, but it's, uh, it's, it's starting to come around. It's already been on, uh, what, almost two months now, I guess. Uh, it's coming around. That, that injury right there was uh, uh, an eight- to ten-week uh, healing. What did he take, five weeks? Yeah, it's, it takes about eight to ten, they said. They said at least about two and a half to three months. Oh. But he's shooting a lot better now since they rested him that one time. Uh-huh. Um, the Lakers, I, I'm not worried about them. Uh, they had a three-game losing streak, yeah, but you got to remember something. That's when Kobe Bryant was just coming back from his injuries. Right. He had See? to work, work himself back in the NBA uh, game shape. No, and, uh, this will happen, man. They worked that ball to him too many times because when he was out, everybody mm-hmm. was sharing that ball. Uh-huh. Kobe came, he has to get the ball. Yeah. Coach B, yo, you've been watching the Celtics. Hopefully, you have. Yeah, I watched the Celtics. I watched the game last night. What's What's wrong with these guys? Why they Why they playing like? Are they Are they getting old? I mean, I don't um, mind. I don't mind a team with age, and because we can talk about the San Antonio Spurs, who has age, but they have a lot of uh, uh, knowledge and how to finish in games and how to win games and make teams play at their pace. But what are the Celtics doing? Well, they were. You know, they had a pretty good game last night. I was. It was I, I Detroit. Was, I was again. You no, know, Tayshawn goes out with a knee in the back. And Stucky um, didn't play. Stucky's out for a while. Stucky's out, right? But you know, they just—they were up. They were playing some good f- basketball last night. They weren't making a whole lot of turnovers, not making mistakes. They were just playing good basketball. Now was when you know that their their experience, you know, with the with the sheet, with you know, baby Glenn, um, big baby Glenn Davis, mm-hmm. um, you know, healthy Garnett, Ray Allen. Garnett's um, not healthy. What's going to help them? What's going to help them and get, and get them in that hump, past that hump in the playoffs? Yeah. is picking up Nate Robinson. Nate Rupp, yeah. That's, that's, he's a spark plug with them. He brings something that Eddie couldn't bring. Well, he needed to spark them a little bit uh, sooner in that game because, I mean, I mean, there's nothing with Rondo. Rondo turned into a superstar in his league. Um, and he, he even have a chance, as they said, uh, during the game yesterday, he had a chance to break some records, assist and uh, maybe, what was the other one, assist and rebounds. I don't know, man, but I want to throw out there, the show seems like it's ending early. We started late. And, what? My goodness, this is 1051. What time is it? It's 12.57. 10.57 for you. There's the music. Yeah, man. Oh, y'all can hear the music now. Y'all can hear the name, <laughs> y'all. And y'all talk right on no through music. it. I hear your mouth. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Ken, ATL, Coach B, as always. Always, baby. Hey, this is Kwamala Sports Sometimes Rich Show. Uh, check out the fan page or kwamalasasports.com uh, where we be blogging. But definitely, we gonna, uh, I'm going to try to scan this bracket and put my teams in and how I see it. And then you guys want to do the same, I'll put it on the fan page. And we'll follow it that way. But as always, thank you guys. We'll come back next week at 9 o'clock, the new time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time.
Alright, peace. All about Take guys. care. Peace. Don't can't. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management